Hi, and welcome to Terrifyingly True, the podcast series where I tell you some of the most terrifying true stories that have happened to real people like me and you. I like to focus on a wide range of social justice issues. In the last episode, I talked about slut-shaming, and I talked a lot about stigmatisms and shaming women in particular. This week, I want to talk to you about probably the hardest topic for me personally and for many others to talk about. So just know, it's about to get very heavy and very real, because I'm going to talk about rape. Rape is a heavy word, a powerful word. It is a loaded gun in a sentence, and once you pull that trigger, there is silence. As people anticipate what you are about to say next, or they look around at the women's faces to see which victims are now reliving hell on earth because of that one ugly word. Rape is disgusting. Rape can happen to anyone. According to Rain.com, on average, there are 433,648 victims, aged 12 or older, of rape and sexual assault each year in the United States. Every every 73 seconds, an American is sexually assaulted. One out of six American women are a victim of sexual assault, attempted, or completed rape. One out of every 10 rape victims are male. Who's at risk? Everyone. But if you are female, LGBTQ+, or a person of color, you are even more at risk. Almost everyone is eventually affected by rape, whether it be themselves or someone dear to them. It's important to know your facts and to know that the victim is never the one at fault. My heart and all my love goes out to the victims of rape. That word is a stain that you can never wash out. It will remain on the tip of your tongue and in the back of your mind for as long as you live. So to start with my first story by a throwaway account, throwaway 25653689984, titled, I don't know if it was my fault. I was in an unwanted relationship for months. I've been numb since it started. My memories are vague from that time, but it all started with them trying to have sex with me at a party. I never wanted it, but I just couldn't stop them. For weeks I tried to tell them to leave me alone, and stop touching me, but they kept making advances. One of my friends kept telling me I should just date them already. They asked and I said, okay. I guess I gave up. I feel like I was walking on eggshells around them because of their issues. Over and over again, I was with them, but they get me high and they fuck me. I didn't want it. Finally, after months, I get out of it, and they accuse me of using them for sex, and I try to guilt and try to guilt me for not wanting the relationship. I feel like I should have been able to stop this. To whomever made this post, know that it's not your fault. It's never your fault in the case of rape. The best thing this user can honestly do is get out of this relationship as soon as possible. Start over, get their head together, and start the healing process, because it takes a long time to feel okay after something like this. A lot of mental gymnastics that have to be worked out, questions asked about yourself that you never thought you'd have to answer. A couple years ago, Um, I even dated someone that 
I felt pressured into that I wouldn't have dated without prompting. And after a year, even though I considered them a really close friend, um, it wasn't just some random person, it was someone that I liked as a friend, liked platonically, and got along with, had a lot in common, but did not see in that way that someone sees a significant other. And even with this, um, being in high school and having a high school relationship, it was still really taxing and really just awful knowing that that really you didn't want to be in that relationship that it was something some that your significant other wanted more than you and it's sad because you should never be in a relationship like that nor should you feel pressured into one where you are not happy if you were ever unhappy in your relationship in your present situation then leave then you should never be in it. You should get out as fast as you can, and that's the best advice I can give. Um, my relationship and my own experience ended in tragedy, in tears, because it ended at our um, junior prom, actually, where things escalated to a head, because when you are unhappy, you can't fake that sort of happiness that comes naturally when you're with someone that you enjoy being with and because I couldn't lie and I couldn't fake that um, a lot of arguments and a lot of fights happened that should have never happened and I should have just been honest from the start but with a lot of peer pressure and a lot of time being prodded into that relationship um, I was disillusioned and I thought that because we got along that a relationship would be um, easy, that it would be good and you'd grow into it and develop those feelings, but if you don't have them from the start, you're not going to develop them. Real romance isn't just some novel where two people can hate each other or even just get along and magically become in love. It doesn't work like that. If you don't have that initial attraction, I don't think you're ever going to have that attraction, especially the longer you know someone. Unless you're not looking for that attraction, then in that case, it's great to date your friend that you've known forever. <laughs> Anyways, my next story is from Youngus123. I fear that men see me as damaged goods. Am I the only rape survivor that struggles to maintain a healthy relationship? I was sexually abused by a family friend for several years, and I fear that this abuse is preventing me from being able to get into relationships. I have been on dates with many guys before, but they always become distant or reject me after finding out about my abuse. The abuse no longer affects me as much, and doesn't get in the way of my sex life as I engage in sexual activity. Do men just see me as damaged goods? or maybe too high maintenance because of the abuse. I really would like to know. To this user, you are not damaged goods. You're a beautiful human being, as we all are, and should be celebrated for the strong person that you are. Men who run away from women because they have been the victims of sexual abuse are not good for anyone who has gone through this anyways. 
Men like that should be disgusted with themselves. They are cowardly, they are weak, and they will never be as strong as their user is, um, as this user is, to shoulder the weight of that kind of violation. Men who run from women who tell them that they've gone through these horrible experiences are not men that you want around. Um, they're men who, at the drop of a dime, when the going gets tough, are not going to be there and stand by you. Um, it is sad, though, that a lot of relationships are ended like this, and it's hard to see that as it happens. It's hard to realize um, what's that that man is not what you need and that person isn't good for you until um, some reflection, some time has passed and then you're able to look back um, and not be so sad because it's heartbreaking uh, having people run from you and thinking that you might even be damaged goods because of something out of your control. And men should know that it's not these people's fault, it's not these women's fault, even men who are abused, it is not their fault what has happened to them and they should never be seen as lesser for what they've gone through to all the people who have been through this kind of violation um this type of harm to themselves i wish that whoever they end up with if they choose so cherishes them and is able to support them through this through their experiences and able to talk to them about it like a mature human adult and that's all you can really hope for, is someone who will be able to talk to you about it and be able to lift you up and support you when you go through maybe reliving the memories or thinking about the trauma, the sadness, and the distance that it puts yourself in. Because people change when they go through a trauma as big as this. Rape changes people. It hurts people, and it stays with them. So please, please don't think people are lesser, that it's their fault, because it is never their fault. And that goes along with my next story by Michelle Mayo 81. My spouse blames me. What do you do when your significant other blames you for your past rape? I told him about it when we started to get serious, but he didn't really acknowledge address the topic at all. Now his true feelings seem to be coming out and he is asking me why I allowed it to happen? I was floored and crushed at the same time. It feels like a betrayal. And Michelle, it it is like a betrayal. Um, I like that this user used the word betrayal because you give your spouse a lot of trust and a trust in communication trust um that they'll be there for you that they're your partner through thick and thin and support you no matter what and telling someone about rape takes a lot of trust takes a lot of bravery a lot of heart and a lot of reflection and healing within to be able to tell it to others because when you repeat it then you have to relive it then it becomes true a lot of people who have gone through rape withhold their stories, withhold their trauma. They don't report it because then it might not be true. If no one else knows, then maybe it 
doesn't have to be true, and they can think of it as never happening. They can forget about it and push it back. It'll never be brought up. But when you share that story, it becomes true to them, and they have to relive it every time they tell it. So for this user's spouse to to blame them like that is just awful, and anyone who is ever told that their significant other has been raped, been assaulted, abused, should never ever blame them, get mad at them, um, feel personally attacked, because it's not something that affects you, it is something that this person has suffered through and needs support and needs so much love and so much time um, and space to heal as well and understanding. And this next story is by Disco Broccoli and over 10 years and the pain keeps getting worse. I was raped and abused by a boy I thought was my boyfriend at the ages of 11 and 13 and he was 15 and 17. Looking back on it now, the signs were there that he was just preying on me. I was a shy kid full of anxiety and was bullied a lot through my school life. At six feet, he towered over me and I was scared of him. He made me his girlfriend and told me that he was doing it to protect me from the bullies. He pushed me into sexual things many, many times because he thanked me because he wanted to be thanked for protecting me and I was not strong enough to push him away when I said no. I pushed it to the back of my mind for the longest time, telling only my closest friend and my current girlfriend. At the beginning of this year, I finally told my therapist, and ever since then, I just can't contain my emotions. The pain of reliving the memories every day is just as bad as it was when it happened. Has talking about it essentially opened the door again? I shut it away for so long, and now it's having the worst effect on my mental health. I heard through a friend that he's getting married, and he has a child now. The anger inside me is getting worse. Is it normal to have so much hatred and anger? All I want to do is to tell his fiance how he raped me and ruined my life, but I won't because I know that will not help the situation. I want to report it, but I know how these things go. It was over 10 years ago, and it's basically his word against mine. I'm scared they will see me as a liar because I thought he was my boyfriend. But normal 15 to 17 year olds do not have sexual relationships with an 11 to 13 year old. I have so much anger inside me and I don't know what to do. This is hard. And a lot of victims have it so hard now that with this hashtag me too and all of this um, media coverage, and acceptance for people coming out with their stories, a lot of them will never get justice because it happened so long ago. Victims don't want to say their stories, they don't want to claim what happened, they don't want to talk about it until years later when they finally healed some, and some time has passed for them to reflect and be okay with it, with themselves. And by then it's too late, and the victim knows, uh, and the abuser gets away with it. And it becomes word against word because there becomes no evidence really anymore. And it's so hard 
it's so hard to have to know that this person is still out there. This person's life is fine while yours is always haunted by what they did to you. Um, I think this person, this user, is really mature in not, um, in not approaching their abuser's family, even though, I mean, both sides of the story can say either, um, it's not gonna affect anything, it's not gonna change anything, and it might not make you feel better, and, um, maybe this person has changed, but the other side of the story is once an abuser, always an abuser. Um, people have the right to know, and justice deserves to be um, taken against this person. But um, it's a lot easier to act in anger than it is to sit back and reflect. So I really have a lot of respect for this person thinking that. But at the same time, it's just so hard having so much time pass and knowing that there it's so futile that nothing can really be done except inward healing and to have your life so affected years afterwards by this trauma that happened years before it's really sad and again my heart goes out to this person and i hope that they can find peace of mind and be able to manage their emotions better in the future on this last story um, by a deleted user uh, starts with, I don't know how to cope. For reference, I am male. Three weeks ago at my place, me and my sexual partner decided to have um, sex after several months of talking about it. I put down a hard boundary that he would have to wear a condom, which he was reluctant to do. He said condoms weren't big enough, but I called him out on that bullshit immediately, so he decided to wear one. After some back and forth with us struggling to get to work, we decided to try again later in the future, and he took off the condom. He then proceeded to penetrate me without the condom. I told him to stop immediately, which he did, but he had already managed to get inside me. He left shortly thereafter. I immediately felt wrong. It didn't strike me there and then that it was rape. Rape always felt so black and white. It's supposed to be violent, or the victim's supposed to be unable to give consent, but it wasn't violent at all. It just happened. He just thrust it in, and I had no chance to stop him. It took me a week to realize what had happened to me clearly. I knew something was wrong, but I didn't know what. I ended up in an anxious spiral of self-destruction, which led to me fleeing from my hometown for a weekend. While the experiences I had were potent and relieving, I learned a lot about myself that I never knew. It was only a temporary relief. I've opened up to my partner, not the same guy, and my friends. They were all understanding, told me they believed me, and that if I ever needed them, I'd just have to call. I've been to the doctor multiple times, spoken to my social worker, and they've been helpful. I went to the police and was informed that while I could file a report, Nothing would likely come out of it since there's no evidence, which was distinctly less helpful. As time keeps passing by, I keep having more and more frequent anxiety attacks. Whenever I wake up, my anxieties flare and I run out of my own home. I keep remembering the feeling of hopelessness and the moment where all control and agency was taken away from me. 
I try to reach out to my friends when I need them, but I always feel bad for doing so. Like I'm in the way. The worst part is, it feels like I'm wrong here. He only penetrated me for a couple of seconds. He was just lost in the moment. I keep minimizing what's happening and blaming myself. My mood swings have become far more extreme. My rational thoughts know that I'm the victim here, but my emotions don't. I feel weak and powerless. It's starting to take a toll on my body too. Extreme fatigue hits me early in the evening and it's almost like my body's turning off. I don't know what's going on anymore and I don't know how to cope. This is one of the examples, like I said, where this can happen to anyone. Male, female, straight, um, whatever your orientation is, it can happen to anyone. Anyone who does not give consent. Um, and to this user, um, it's really hard because even they went to the police and really nothing is done. And it might seem small and you make excuses for the other person, but deep down you always know that really what happened happened and can't go back. Only time can help this person and I hope that they're able to um, to find that peace of mind and heal and be able to be okay and handle their emotions but I'm just um, I really am sorry that this happened as I am with to all of these people because it should never wish this upon anyone and you hope that it never happens to you or anyone else and it's terrifying it's so scary and it's the thing that you never think will happen to you until it does but for all of these people they've lived it they've lived their worst nightmare and going forward um with the hashtag me too movement and people being more comfortable to come out and better ways of um handling these allegations and trials and getting justice for the people who have gone through this and have been assaulted. Um, we're really making leaps and bounds with this um, since even early 2000 and the 90s. Things have changed a lot and people are finally having a voice and being more comfortable in coming out. But as always, there's a lot that needs to be done. And one of the biggest things I hope for people is acceptance and support, um, that they get the love and support that they need because these people who go through things often are not able to stand alone and they need help. They need people who will understand what they're going through or at least try their best to, that they have a shoulder to cry on and a number to call. Um, I hope that these people are able to find peace of mind and heal over time because it's never easy and it's not going to be easy but only time can tell and I really hope that um, this movement does pick up even more um, that people know that it's not their fault when they've gone through this and that it will get better so thank you for listening to my podcast and I hope you 
tune in for next week's episode.